Hey there, Fletcher from All Things Overlanding here, and today I've got Gary from G from BC with me, my buddy from Canada. Welcome, Gary. What's up? What's up, everybody? Glad to have you. And uh, we are going to talk about a topic that I've kind of touched on before, but the older I get and the more that I start to see problems with you know my old rigs that I've got, the more I've kind of started to consider the pros and cons of old versus new vehicles. So today, Gary and I are going to talk about old versus new vehicles, our experiences that we've had, and kind of where we land on that topic. So if you want to learn more about you know our thoughts on new versus old vehicles stay tuned All right, so as I mentioned in the intro today, I'm with Gary from the YouTube channel G from BC. Glad to have you, Gary. And we are gonna be talking about old versus new vehicles. I'm gonna let Gary kind of go first because he's my guest and kind of talk about his experience with what vehicles he's had and kind of the pros that he's seen of the older ones versus the newer ones. We're just gonna make it really conversational, right? Kind of talking about our experiences and kind of our thoughts on new versus old vehicles. So Gary, you know, kind of for the folks that don't know, like what, I know you've had a ton of vehicles. So kind of walk yeah. us through your, your history of overlanding vehicles, if you will. When it comes to vehicles, I actually started off like with the whole channel, actually. I started off with my old F1, a 2008 F-150 yep. uh, that I used around for a little bit. Uh, after that, just, I wanted to adventure more, so I decided to go with uh, a Jeep. Actually, nice. before the Jeep, if <laughs> if the Bronco wasn't, you know, the production didn't take forever, I probably would have ended up with a Bronco. Yeah. But I ended up with a Jeep because um, I got a good offer uh, for the vehicle. Yeah. Um, traded in my 2008 uh, Honda Civic Si for that. Nice. It's a big switch. Ah, I know from reliability to, uh, <laughs> to vehicle that, you know, like that, Jeep that, people that, cover your ears. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I, I for me, I, you know, I, I love my Jeep, but I'm being honest with problems, of course. Right. Yeah. Uh, reliability wise. But anyways, I uh, got an offer for Rubicon uh, JK nice. uh, 2017 and I got it like comparing it to my F-150 um, and the Jeep, it had the bells and whistles, yeah. like like lockers, um, what was it, a sway bar disconnect, nice. had everything, also came with a uh, aftermarket bumper, all that stuff in it already, so I saved a bit of money, um, nice. so personally for me, I, I'm always looking for a deal, that's, yeah. that's kind of like the best I'm thing there with you. yeah, and then uh, uh, fast forward to, um, to last year, um, I, I decided to, since gas for some reason here in Canada is just way too crazy, yeah. uh, decided to trade in and this is for the Nissan fans here. We suck I love this vehicle and I didn't want to get rid of it, but I wasn't using it as much. I had a 370 Z. Yeah. Um, yeah, I gave it to myself for my 35th birthday nice. and it was so sad. Like, you don't understand like me driving it. Like, it was a sad day. Oh, I understand. I had a 350Z for a while and a Datsun 240Z, like, and all those are gone. Yeah, I don't have those anymore. One of these days, I'm going to get back a 370Z. I need yeah. to build one of those ones for sure. Yeah. Uh, but uh, traded it in for a hybrid 
Um, I got a 2019 uh, RAV4 hybrid. Yeah. Uh, one of the higher trims, which is the XSE. Comparing that to both of my other vehicles, uh, the truck and the Jeep, technology is just way too crazy. I, I, I mean, I, I'm loving all the bells and whistles on that, and I thought the Jeep was good. Yeah. <laughs> For me, honestly, the, the RAV4 just blew my mind with everything that they had there. Like, yeah, yeah. Apple CarPlay already um has lane assist all that stuff that you need to uh you know look for in a vehicle it was already there and yeah. i only had to put like regular gas so it's awesome. yeah and you get how much your mpg on that thing uh i don't know about mpg but i only fill up every two weeks so yeah so it's good it's good and it's a toyota so it's reliable you don't have to worry about it that's why it's a daily right and yeah. that's why honestly that's it kind of worked out for me because then now the Jeep's just mainly for the adventure vehicling, yeah. and uh, I don't actually use the truck as much anymore. But when we try to haul stuff, yeah, I still use it here and there. It's nice right? to have so, the bed. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Fletch? No, that makes perfect sense. Your your setup makes sense. Mine is a similar trajectory, right? Like I, so God, when was it? Was like six years ago, six six and a half years ago, when I was I was at that time leasing a Honda Accord Sport. So kind of the same. It had a CVT. It was four cylinder. It wasn't quite an SI, but even the SIs aren't all that fast, right? But they're they're good, reliable cars. But it was a good car. Got great gas mileage. But it was boring. So I was like, you know what? I this is the last time I'm leasing a car. This is the last four cylinder Honda I'm gonna get. Like I want something that's brawny and beefy. I'd had a, a Cherokee, a, an XJ Cherokee before. Loved that thing. Bought it for like four grand and put suspension on it and then just wheeled it for like four years. It was great. Um, but then we had, I had that and the Datsun 240Z. So I had two, you know, irresponsible cars and we found out we were pregnant with my kid and I'm like, listen, honey, I'm going to be responsible now that my Honda leases up. I got at least the Honda to be responsible. And then I was like, I'm going to be responsible, but a little less responsible. And I got the Xterra. And so I was like, I need to off-road again, but I'm a Nissan guy. The only option is an Xterra. That's it. The frontiers were like three to five grand more for like same trim, same mileage as an Xterra. I was like, look, I'm just going to buy this cheap Xterra. So I yeah. bought that Xterra for like seven grand, had it for five years, yeah. put 50,000 miles on it, modded it, took it all over the place, started the channel with it and yeah. loved that truck. It was amazing. I kind of still to this day regret getting rid of it. But then at one point I finally just beat the bejesus out of it for like four yeah. or five years. And finally they were like, I took it to a shop because I was like, I don't want to do all this by myself. And they're like, it will be a million dollars to fix this. <laughs> and I was like, that's not worth it. That's almost as much as I paid for the truck five years ago. Like, I'm just going to get something else. And so then I got my Frontier. And the Frontier's fully built and tight and swapped and on 35s. And I was like, this is it. Like, I need that super aggressive, crazy, aspirational build stuff. And then on my way home, it broke. And then, like, I fixed it. And then, like, a few months later, it broke. And then I fixed it. And, like... You know, now it's like, it's just one of those things where like, I don't know if I can trust it, you know? So like, I've always been a huge proponent of like, Hey, older is better. It's so much cheaper and stuff. And yeah. there is some wisdom to that. If you can if get a good one and if you know the history of it, but like it's yeah. crapshoot, you know? Yeah. So, exactly. so that's kind of where I am, but I've got a couple, I've got that in the Lexus right now. But then like, I was telling you this story earlier, but like one day I went out and I had, I usually keep the Lexus on a trickle charger and I forgot to put yeah. it on for like a week and the Lexus wouldn't start. <laughs> And I had to go pick my kid up and then I went out to the truck and it wouldn't start. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> that was super mad. I had to take my wife's car and then I had to figure out what the heck is going on. Jumpstart both the cars and move them and do all this stuff. And so now I'm kind of, 
I hate to say it, but now I'm kind of like, you know what? Maybe I just need to do something because these two cars are junk. So, so who knows? I don't know what's going to happen. Right. But like, I, I don't know. I, I'm going to have to think about it because it is becoming a problem. And I've got big trips coming up that make me really nervous yeah. to run something yeah. like that for that you long. Always, you can always, uh, you know, go back to getting a Maverick again. <laughs> just kidding. I could just get, I could go buy your 370Z, lift it, put 33s on it. No. Yeah, why not? Uh, all it needs to do is ju- just some jumps, you know. I mean, I was wheeling the Lexus for a while, <laughs> taking yeah. it camping, you know. So, so yeah, but so... Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. So now that we've kind of talked about our histories and stuff and, and, and people know kind of where we're coming from, um, you know, tell me like what, so you've, you've still got your Jeep and you've got your truck and then you've got the nice new daily that's reliable and it's an SUV. So it's big and stuff like if like, what are your plans? I guess like, obviously it sounds like you're pretty well set up for now. Like, are you planning to like change things up in the near future? Are you just going to keep rocking the Jeep? What are you thinking? Honestly, for me, um, when it comes to the rap war, I think I'm going to be keeping for a long time just because it is the daily, but yeah. you know, I'm a, I'm a car guy, so I have to do something with it, like yeah, a vehicle, yeah. right? So, yeah. um, I think I mentioned this on my video as well too. I think I'm lifting it, uh, adding some, like, um, some altering tires just because Pretty I cool. plan to actually take it on some, uh, shorter trips, yeah. uh, thinking to like, since I also need to actually replace the tires. So, uh, I do, I was just thinking i'm like okay might as well just get some ultra rains yeah. perfect for winter and everything else yeah. and yeah like something that i can take where i don't necessarily need to go to a dispersed area yeah. uh, compared to the jeep right so that's something to think about and uh yeah. to modify we just we'll, maybe just some tires lightly and modify it yeah just keep it a soft rotor you know yeah. and you know as, as much as possible at a daily rate yeah uh jeep Honestly, very happy with how it looks like already. I just want to keep it maintained and not have to modify too much too crazy on it. Yeah. I think the only modification I'm thinking of doing, which is I'm going to actually uh, end up starting soon once the weather's a lot more, uh, you know, suitable for modifications, right? So I'm um, thinking of adding a platform, sleeping platform inside my uh, Jeep because Ooh. I typically just go on trips by myself. Sure. Um, I, you know, like it'd be cool to get a rooftop tent, but uh, the Jeep's already top heavy enough. Yeah. And, and, uh, I sleep by myself. I'd rather be sleeping inside my, my rig anyways. Yeah. And I don't carry too much. I'm a single guy, so I don't yeah. carry too much. Uh, so building a platform, not too heavy so that I'm not use, using up too much gas. Yeah. Uh, drive since right. you know pretty every every all my stuff in the, the jeep is pretty heavy already with from the yeah. tires because i run 35s to yeah. my rear bumper being steel you know i, I don't want to have to deal with gas anymore yeah uh, f-150 honestly nothing really it's it's become like more of a work truck i'll take yeah. it out on some trails here and there that i know that uh, the truck can uh, handle um yeah. but probably if 
if honestly, if I just want to do a build, I'll probably do a canopy build or mm. save up for a, uh, I don't know, a camper. Because yeah. uh, I'd, I'd like to get into hunting as well too, right? That's cool. You know, some, Canadian, some Canadian things, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. Let's, I'm torn too, right? Like on my side where I'm like, I love the like totally dedicated build of the truck, right? Like I love how capable it is, but then I really think about it. Like that's why I was fascinated, you know, and for those of you that maybe haven't seen my channel before or not whatnot, like I had ordered a Maverick over a year ago, a Ford Maverick, because to Gary's point, it's kind of like his Highlander, you know, it's like this small light duty truck that could still do all the gravel roads and the, you know, forest service roads and like a lot of the stuff that we do. I mean, when I really think about that capability of my truck, only in the last year and a half, I've been on two trips where I really needed all that capability. And that was Land Between the Lakes and Daniel Boone Backcountry Byway. And it's because we went on like the most aggressive trip, like water up past my Nissan logo on the grill, like <laughs> stupid stuff where like I actually came out with like a bent shock mount. And, you know, I, I bogged down my engine, and blew my cats out and like had to limp it home and like stupid, stupid stuff that really isn't overlanding and, and isn't really my cup of tea anyways. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm, that's kind of where my head is at, right? And I'm not sure what I'm going to do, but it's one of those things where I'm, you know, every time that the, the truck doesn't start up, you know, and yeah. like, like you said, like there's, you know, they sit around and you just need to maintain them. Like, it's not like, it's not like a new vehicle that you can just like park outside for a week and go out and it just starts up. Like yeah. you got all these auxiliary power things on it and all this stuff yeah. plugged into it and yeah. all these mods and everything. And then it's like, if I let it sit for three days, sometimes I go out and the battery's dead. I mean, yeah. I replace... And, and that was my problem too with the with the both the Jeep and the uh, my F-150. I left it out there and the yeah. battery just. And that's not I a cheap thing. <laughs> it is not. Yeah. No. Yes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So that's that's kind of where my head is at now is where I'm like, I love the capability of this Reagan stuff. But even like this Canada trip that I've got coming up in July, it's like it's most it's distance and it's like reliability is what I need. I mean, I could yeah. do it in a Prius, but yeah. I need it to be reliable and not break. And if my truck yeah. breaks up in Canada, like it could cost thousands of dollars and it could ruin days of the trip for me and other people on the expedition and stuff. And so that's yeah. where I'm yeah. it's making me think a little bit. I'm still not sure what I'm going to do, but it's making me think. So, yeah. So, yeah. But so let's kind of wrap it up here for this one. Give me, yeah. Gary, like your thoughts, like new versus old for overlanding, right? Like if we think about it from overlanding, now you're in Canada, so you actually do have cool trails and stuff. I'm in the Midwest in Indiana, so I'm in a little bit different situation. But like, could you make it with a Highlander up there and actually go to some of the places you wanted to? Or like, what are your thoughts yeah. on like new soft rotor in your case versus like dedicated rig? And and it could be your answer, right? That like you're going to keep both and that's the best thing. But you just tell me your kind of final thoughts. Well, one thing, I don't drive a Highlander, I drive a RAV4. RAV4, sorry. <laughs> same thing to me. They're all the same. They're all the same. Yeah, it's just a little right. longer, the yeah. Highlander. Um, <laughs> yeah, so for the RAV4, I think you can still have um, a good trip with a RAV4, depending on what you're looking for, right? Like, yeah. for me, honestly, especially since pandemic's pretty much over, um, and, you know, COVID is, like, 
somewhat everything is kind of opened Manageable. up. Yeah. You can actually just take your vehicle. Like actually, I'll, I'll mention it here. I'm thinking of doing the Olympic Peninsula uh, trips, which is my Rav4, yeah. and then taking the um, Oregon coast down down driving there and i'm just taking my rav4 um, awesome. you know trips like that is perfect like you can you can take any vehicle to go overlanding and trip yeah and i'm pretty sure uh, you know like your videos you show it you, you've driven your lexus <laughs> you uh Into the woods. You, you know they, you've taken a few vehicles that aren't supposed to go camping like i mean you can do whatever you want for overlanding or car camping yeah you can, you can turn around if you had a big obstacle yeah yeah but I mean, if you're going to disperse areas where you need to be self-sufficient, of course, it's yep. you got to go with a more, um, you know, capable vehicle. But right. if you're just going to go to, a, like, I don't know, Yellowstone or any of those places that is drivable by a vehicle, I think you don't necessarily need to. Yeah. But personally, uh, I like to go to places that not a lot of people go to. Uh, I'm, yeah. uh, um, a lot of the group that I'm with, like my group of friends, we try to stay away from people yeah. as much as possible and that's the whole point of doing overlanding anyways right right just get away from people At least in my and opinion go, <laughs> and go to places that you know that they, they wouldn't go right oh. um, right where people would go right so um but i think uh safest bet is if you are just doing a rap four like for example for myself rap four i can drive to any places that um national forest or yeah. state forest you can go visit or just drive through places that is uh easy enough Mind you, like here in BC, I think it's more balls than brains sometimes. Because mm. some people, some people takes the, you know, they they've taken their Tesla up there, and I'm just like, you're you're crazy. Yeah. You know, like it's like they, Matt's off road recovery or something over there. <laughs> Good luck if you're you lose battery halfway through the uh, four service road, right? So yeah, yeah, I, I think cool. that's basically how I see it. Like you can, you yeah. can take any vehicle you want, but it all depends on what you're looking for. Yeah. Yep. No, I agree with you. Um, my kind of final thoughts, I think, are I'm similar in that. Like, that's that's why I had, like, the big old built frontier and I wanted a Maverick, right? And then I caved and I bought the Lexus because it was a lot cheaper and the Maverick was taking forever. And I just wanted to have something as a backup car. Um, yeah. But now looking back at that, it's been, you know, seven, eight months that I've had the Lexus and the truck. And, you know, both of them are old. And like I said, both of them sometimes don't start and stuff. Now I'm kind of leaning towards like, I, I still am more of like the, I want to do like the Ozarks and I want to do yeah. Idaho and I want to do like more of these aggressive trails. But I also realize that I don't have to have like the most custom like Titans. So you don't have to take full size components out of a full size Titan and swap it into it to get that's I mean, I made that video a while ago that's like, you shouldn't Titan swap your vehicle for overlanding. And I got lit up for it. Everyone's like, you're an idiot. And I'm like, I literally could have done almost everything that I've done in my truck, except maybe like 2% of my trips with a stock frontier, you know? So that's kind of where I'm leaning is like, I'm, I'm, I just want to not have to mess with it all the time. Like I love modifying vehicles and stuff, but the, again, the older I get, the less cheap I am, the less I want to like, just literally do it that like i right now my gmrs mount is the stock one that comes with it with two screws screwed into my dashboard that's what it is because yeah. i was like that came with it this is what i'm going to use yeah. like if i got a new truck or something i'd probably use like one of those really nice magnetic mounts for my gmrs yeah. right you know like i'm going to like put more time and effort in it so i think at some point down the road i will probably get like a newer vehicle but i still want it to be capable where i could eventually build it to have a few inches of lift and maybe 33 inch you know rt tires like kendas that i love um that kind of thing where i could still build it but like a more 
mature build have that combination of like newness reliability features luxuries but also like capability and uh you know the ability to go to these places that i want and all the newer vehicles get better gas mileage than all these old ones so that's a pro they honestly do and plus you know like um as you get older you know time is money and that's that's part of the thing that um i'm trying to just do with the the with my jeep it's just i want to keep it maintained i just want to go on adventures i don't want to have to worry about nothing and that's pretty much it even though you know jeep things right yeah yeah (laughs) this episode is brought to you by reese's peanut butter cups in breaking news Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Well, and that's like, I've missed a few trips recently. You know, I missed Core last year. Not only did I lose a few hundred bucks on that because I bought my ticket, we'd rented a hotel room and stuff that we couldn't cancel that late. And like, I mean, it was the day of that I that I found out the truck was broken. Right. So like I've missed it's like the experience stuff, too. So that's kind of where my head is at, where I'm like, the more that I miss this stuff, like with more expo coming up in a few weeks, I'm like, what if something breaks on the truck again? Like, what am I going to do? You know, so that's where my kind of where my head is at. So, yeah, I'm definitely leaning towards newer cars, but there's pros and cons of both for sure. But yeah, I think this was a great conversation. Um, So thanks, Gary, again, for coming on. I appreciate it. It was good chatting with you. It was awesome. Definitely a pleasure. Yeah, man. Can't wait for another uh, conversation with you. Yeah, for sure. And for those of you in that are watching that are on my channel and stuff, if you don't know about Gary's channel, I'll put a link in the description down below. Definitely go check him out. Awesome content. Better than mine, I would argue, in a lot uh, of ways. There's no way. No, no, He's no. in Canada, so, like, yeah. just by default, your trip videos are better already, you know? If, if you guys like Story Till Now's videos and, you know, like, the, the, the better videos from the Canadian uh, creators here, I, I, I'm, like, a tier two, three tier down that way. So if you guys want that kind of uh, videos... Nice. Yeah, definitely. Super self-deprecating. <laughs> I like it. Um, but so yeah, definitely go down in the description, check out Gary's channel because he's awesome, right? Like we've gotten to know each other through YouTube over the last year and a half or so probably and uh, just hit it off. Great dude. So definitely check him out. Check out his channel. Um, of course, in the description below will be all the other stuff, right? All my social channels, wherever you want to come hang out. I'd love to have you. Uh, links to Patreon. If you want to join that, we've got a Discord going. It's growing a little bit every month, and, and it's a great group of folks that just chat about their rigs and mods and gear and that kind of thing. And it's a lot of fun, so totally optional. But if you want to do that, I'd love to have you. And then last but not least, the Newbie Overlanders group. Totally free to join. Facebook group. Over 12,000 members now. It's huge, but it's it's different from the big groups. Like, I'm going to kick out people that are jerks. So if you're a jerk, you're just not going to be in the group. Uh, yeah, so if I'm you're tired of that, of come on. I'm a witness of this. I saw Flesh kick out some people. So. I kicked out a guy the other day. Yeah, very publicly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we'd love to have you over there as well. But, uh, again, thanks to Gary for being on. And uh, thank you all for watching or listening if you're on the podcast. And uh, if you're on YouTube and you're not already, click that subscribe button. Click the bell to be notified when new videos drop. Do a couple every week. So I'd love to have you. Um, but, yeah, hope that you enjoyed that. Hope it was helpful. And we will see you next time.